Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, <clears throat> Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. Go ahead and share the podcast, share the internet radio, share the social media platform. However you are listening or viewing, please share it. That's the way we can spread the gospel. Let's go into prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity once again to be used by you. Hallelujah. I thank you, dear Lord, for this word that's coming forth today. I thank you for every listener that they have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Thank you. Thank you so much, dear Lord, for this day. I come with praise. Hallelujah. Come in today with praise and rejoicing and knowing that I'm just so grateful and so thankful. Hallelujah. To have been waking up this morning by you. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. I give you all the glory, honor, and the praise. Apply the blood of Jesus over the airways that there be no hindrances in your precious name, Jesus. Hallelujah. So today we're going to continue um, Take As Directed, part three. Take As Directed, part three. So last night I had a dream. And in the dream, well, actually this morning before I woke up. In the dream, it was um, a church setting. And I was standing up there and I was getting ready to share the word of God. And before I came up, it was two other speakers. Well, not speakers, but two other people came up and said something. One of them was talking about a book. And the other one was talking about um, uh, a book. And when I got up, I said, hey, you guys, what book were they both talking about? And everybody was looking around like initially like they forgot. I was like, what book were the two previous um, people talking about and I said y'all gotta remember that everything that is said this is a word for you guys everything that is said in the church setting even before the word of God come up you should listen to it you should listen to what the the um, worship leader is saying um, you should listen to what songs are picked um, the prayer the scriptures that are that are um, read all of that should be um, united going forward into what's about to come from the speaker and the book that they were all talking about was this book right here, the Word of God, the Bible. That was what was being spoken about. That's what everybody needed. And it's kind of ironic because I knew what I was going to talk about today, but in the dream, it kind of like reinforced it. So we're going to talk about take as directed. We were talking about last week or last time I was on, let God arise. Have y'all still been putting up, let God arise? Have you still been waking up, let God arise? Have you wrote it on your calendar, wrote it on your mirror, mirror put it on a post-it? Put it on your heart. Let God arise and let the enemies be scattered. Have y'all still been saying that? Because I'm seeing it happen. I'm saying let God arise. And I'm seeing things start to scatter that need to go. That's what I've been seeing. Have you been seeing that? So we're going to talk about take as directed. And this time, the part three will be no more pacifiers. Y'all probably said, what? No more pacifiers. So we we know what a pacifier is. But we know what it is for a baby. But also the definition is a personal thing that pacifies a rubber or plastic device often shaped into a nipple for a baby to suck on or bite on. Something used to soothe a crying baby. Y'all probably like, why is she saying that? Because, okay, let me just give you the next scripture first so y'all won't get mad at me. Hebrews 5 and 13, it said, anyone who loves milk. So that's a baby, right? Being still an infant 
is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. So we got to make sure that we know we've been made righteous by Jesus Christ. That he made us that way because what he did. But if you are you still on milk? Even another scripture talk about you should be eating meat, but you're still on milk. Why? Because maybe you've been pacified. Maybe there's something put in your mouth to soothe you or put in your ear to soothe you like a crying baby. Oh, come on, baby. Quiet down. Okay, come on, baby. Come on, baby. Is that is that the type of, uh, uh, is that what's been going on with you? Well, just take that pacifier. Let me tell y'all a story about my son when he was a baby. And he had that pacifier. He had that pacifier. And we was riding along in the car. And the, um, the windows were down. Um, it was a four-door car. And the windows was down. And my son took that pacifier out of his mouth and threw it out the window. I said, you know what? No more pacifier. It's gone forever. He looked at me. I said, that pacifier is gone forever. No more pacifiers. That was it. He never sucked the pacifier again. He threw it away. So come on, you guys. I want all of y'all right now to to just say no more pacifier. Let's just throw it away. No more pacifier. I don't want to be pacified anymore. I don't want to be like, oh, come on, baby, stop crying. I want the unadulterated word of God, the uncut word of God. So today, that's what we're going to talk about. No more pacifiers. No more pacifiers. Right here is the word of God. What you need is here in this book. Yeah, it's good to look at, read other books, but this got to be your foundation. This has got to be your foundation. And you say, well, I don't understand the King James Version. Well, there is the Amplified Version. There's the NIV. There's the NLT. There's the message. There's so many versions. Oh, get you a parallel Bible. For a while, I had a parallel because when I first got saved, I was like, what is all this style stuff? I couldn't get it. So I got the parallel, which had the amplifier right beside, which really broke it down. So there's absolutely no excuse. And then it's all online. So if you don't have the actual book, it's all online. The Bible. Number one best-selling book of all times. Of all times. When last time you read your Bible? Picking up all these self-help books. But have you read the Bible? Take as directed. No more pacifiers. So, let's go into the scripture I really want to talk about. I'm going to talk about several, so y'all going to need to take some notes today. Get your pen and pad. Go ahead and get your pen and pad. I'm going to wait for you for a second. Throw that pacifier to your mouth. Do the, do the motion. Mm, mm. Throw it away. No more pacifiers. We're going we're gonna to get into this. You're an adult, right? This is the, you're an adult. We're going to talk to you like an adult. You're a full grown. You're not a babe anymore. Right? Okay, so we're going to talk to you like that. So in in Joshua, and in the headline of this subtext in Joshua 1, it said Joshua installed installed as a leader. That's what they had over the top of it um, as a subject. Joshua installed as a leader. So when he was installed as a leader, he was given instructions. And I'm going to read this instructions because we, we want to quote Joshua 1 and 8 all the time. But are we doing all the things that he said? So right here, uh, Joshua, and start his leader, verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, 
You and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give them. See, God is telling them, I'm about to do something for you guys. Get the people together. And the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place. You know, we've heard so many times, we've said this over and over. I'm, I'm, wherever my foot tread, that's mine. Okay, this is where it came from. I will give you every place where you'll set your foot as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates. All the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea into the West. So he's telling them everything that they're going to have, what land and what territory that he was being given, that they were being given. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. You know how we hear that all the time? Uh, okay, I'm giving you the whole context of where we're hearing it from. Be strong and courageous. Because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to give their ancestors, to give to their ancestors. They get ready to get what was, what was promised to their ancestors. But then here comes verse 7. He already said it before. He's going to reiterate that again. Be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it from the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Meditate is just recalling the scripture over and over and over. Like I told you guys for 21 days to say, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let God arise. That's like a meditation over and over. So that's what he's telling the dude. This is what's going, this is, this is part of the instructions. So that you be careful to do everything that's written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Now, I know y'all have heard this over and over. Joshua 1.8, the book of the law, do not let it depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. I want to repeat that again because there was specific instructions given to them. So he was going to give them the land. He was giving them territory. He said, I'm going to be with you, that nothing will come up against you. But certain things you have to keep on doing. Meditate. Meditate in the word of God. Meditate. Remember one time I even had did a um, scripture talking about um, custom made, how that I was looking for someone to make me custom made suits because I was just born different, right? My long arms, long legs and all that. And I use the illustration because when you get into the word of God, it's custom for you. You're looking to somebody's like, this is exactly what I'm going through. And it gives you a solution. Let me give you a few more scriptures. Psalms 19 and 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So I read Joshua 1, 
1 through 8. Now, just read Psalms 19 and 14. I want y'all to go back because I, I'm giving y'all references to go back and forth to look at this. And for those of you who say, well, that's Old Testament. What are we going to talk about New Testament too? Somebody just said that. Psalms 40 and 10. I have not hidden your righteousness. I have not hidden your righteousness within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your love and kindness and your truth from the great congregation. This is David talking about the righteousness of God. He's talking about what's in his heart. Psalms 119 and 11 said, Your word I have treasured in my heart that I may not sin against you. So that's how sin can prevent, be from prevented by just having the word of God in your heart. He was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because you meditate on the word of God. And I'm not saying just always being sin conscious. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying once the word of God is in your heart, it's just like, you are, it's an automatic thing. Like some things, like when you drive to work in the morning, isn't it automatic? You don't have to have a GPS now. You might have to do it before, excuse me. You don't have to have GPS to go somewhere that you always been, that you go all the time. So it's in your heart. You know the way. It's already um, a routine. That So this is how the Word of God is. You should have it in your heart. No more pacifiers. This... Get into the word yourself. I'm not saying, yeah, you go to church, you hear the word, you're putting all this pressure on the leaders of the church. But what are you doing when you leave that? You go there once a week or twice a week. So two days out of the week, you, you get all you can. Do you eat this twice a week? I wait. Some of you might be fasting, but I'm saying on a normal. Are you just eating twice a week? I wait. You got to get in the word for yourself. No more pacifiers. No, nothing to soothe you. And, and, and that, oh, okay, you're going to be okay, baby. You're going to be okay. Well, okay, show, how, show me how I'm going to be. Lord, show me in your scriptures what, what's going on here. <clears throat> Proverbs 2, 1 through, Proverbs 2, verse 1. My son, if you will receive my words and treasure my commandments within you. That's verse 1. Matthew 7 and 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine. See, now I'm in the New Testament. Because some of y'all, well, that's Old Testament. That's Old Doctrine. Well, let's talk about the reference here in the New Testament. Matthew 7 and 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house. You see what I'm saying? Matthew 7 and 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine. Hallelujah. Let's see if I can get this in here. Matthew 7 and 24. Let me see what else is around that scripture. Matthew 7 and 24. I don't even know if I have my glasses in here. Therefore, whoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth then, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And when the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon the house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock. I'm glad I went and read that because you're showing that you're on a firm foundation like I talked about before. The word of God is your firm foundation. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Because it was built on something that was firm. So what are you building your life on? What are you building everything on? Is it building on the word of God? Is it being built on your emotions? Is it being built on opinion? Is it being built on what somebody else told you? Or are you in the word of God for yourself? No more pacifiers. 
Pick up the word of God for yourself. You can't put all this on your leader, your pastor, your apostle, your whoever your leader is, even on your job, certain things you can do for yourself. Go ahead and get the training. Do what you need to do. I know I'm working um, at um, a Hilton property, and there's other trainers. So, yeah, I take the training. I take the the training that is assigned, but then there's other training that's there that's free. All you have to do is sign up and go ahead and do it. That's for my own growth. So, I can't... The wait, I couldn't wait on somebody to say, oh, you need to go ahead and take that. I just went on and took everything that was free. And I always did that. It was free. I had the time. I would take it. A course a week or whatever. But I took anything that's free. And I still do it. I go and I search and see if there's anything new that has popped up. I go ahead and take the training. So you can't, you cannot uh, put all this pressure on people and say, well, they didn't show me this and they didn't show me that. Um, you're an adult. No more pacifiers today. I'm just talking to you today. No more pacifiers. You can go ahead on and do this for yourself. Read the word for yourself. John 14, 21, also New Testament. He who has my commandments and keeps them is the one that loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and I will disclose myself to him. I'm going to show him who I am. You say you love the Lord, but are you reading his words? You saying that you love him. Well, if you love him, you're supposed to keep his commandments. If you love him, you're supposed to love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. That's that part of unity I was talking about, that when you take as directed and taking communion in a in a um in a church setting where you got all these other brothers and sisters there in the place, but if you're not on one accord with them, if you're not you know, really like there for them, but you're taking communion, it's not going to work. Remember we talked about that? That that This is all a building on. No more pacifiers. We're going to do things the, the way that we need to do it. We can't always think that all our, our leaders got to tell us everything and do everything and bail us out. Well, Jesus said it's already finished. The Lord yesterday had me put up a post. Remember I talked about the, the, the shifting of the gears and how sometimes you have to wait until uh, when you're shifting gears in a car to go to the next level. But he said now the shift has already happened and he said accelerate. So now it's to accelerate. We're getting ready to go into August. It's time to accelerate. It's time to go ahead and move forward. It's time to put your um, big pants on. Big panties or whatever they used to say. They're saying. Trying the big girl pants on. Whatever it is. Whatever they're saying. I don't know what the saying is. But time to do that and, and take care of things for yourself. Say, okay, Lord, I might have messed up here in my area of finances. Show me how to get things in order. He might take you to scriptures. You could do a Google search and say scriptures on finances. Or healing you by scriptures on healing. And just get into them and just really, really meditate on them day and night because that's how you're going to make your way prosper. It's not it's not somebody else going to make their way prosper. It's what is in you, the God that's within you. You have to make sure your mind is in agreement with the word of God says. So if you um dealing with a lot of negativity, um gossiping, um all that stuff, talking about people, that's really low-minded. It's very low-minded. If you want to get to a high, you say, Lord, I want to go higher in you. Well, your mind got to be there first. It's got a higher way of thinking. 
a higher way of speaking. All of that, you got to speak what the word of God said. You got to like, okay, okay, Lord. And it might, you might have people that walk away. You might have people that are not going to want to really be around you because like, oh, you just so deep. People tell me that all the time. Now I say to myself, I'm deep, whatever. But I know my life has changed because of the word of God. Because of understanding the word of God. Because of just studying the word of God. And trying to learn. Like even even now, it's been certain things that has come up against me. And I'm trying to figure out, I was like, well, why is this happening? And it's, what kind of test is this? And why am I being tested? What, what area is being tested in me? So recently, I'll go ahead and expose it. One of the areas that was trying to be tested in me was pride. Now, I dealt with pride back in 2003 when I was living in that motel room. Had three dresses, one pair of shoes, riding a bus to get to a job when I finally got one. But for a while, I was just in that motel room with, um, what was the amount? can't remember. Because one time I was getting $76 in food food benefit. It, might be, it was from 76 to 90 somewhere in there. Because another time I got a little bit more. But yeah, my pride, that pride was um, knocked out. But you know what the pride was this time? Trying to make me feel like I wasn't doing everything I needed to be doing at this time. And so when other opportunities came my way, would I jump at it? Or, or you know, things seemed to happen um Contrary to what I thought was going to happen, even with my nonprofit, was I going to stop doing it or, or was I, you know, going to jump out? No, I'm not. I'm going to still do the assignment and I'm still going to be patiently waiting. But now, yesterday, the Lord told me it has, things have shifted. Time to accelerate. So it's time to accelerate. But I had to go through that testing. I had to look inside of myself. Lord, why is these certain things coming right now? What is it that's drawing them? What is it that's making them say certain things to me? I had to look inside like, what is it in me? See, that's the thing that we have to look at. It was like, you know, when certain things happen, I like, um, like, like if certain things start happening, like, well, what is causing it? Is it something that I'm doing that's causing it? Or is this, a, is this something else? But I always do that. I always analyze things. I have a lot of time to myself when I do, I analyze things. I analyze myself. Why did I think that way? Why did I react that way? Why was that a trigger? Why did that make me feel like rejection? Right? So I look at it and I, and I analyze me. Then I get into the Word of God and see what the Word of God says about a matter. And when I heard no more pacifiers, it was like, okay, time to, you know, you know how you can, you can be somebody else's pacifier. Hold on, let me drink some water. You can be somebody else's pacifier by enabling them, keeping them from going through what they got to go through. Trying to stop it. Couldn't nobody stop what I was going through. The Lord wouldn't allow it. And then when, when I was in the motel room for nine months and my family was 45 minutes away, the Lord told me I couldn't go back. I couldn't. I had to go through this. And then I had um, different leaders from time to time that would come speaking to my life and said, you're just going to you're gonna have to go through this. And then I told y'all recently that another friend of mine said, you know, we always say go through it, but no, we got to get to it. Get to what's this. I had to get to this moment right here. I had to get to Speak Life Now. I had to get to Project Reach. I had to get to All of Nothing. 
You see what I mean? I need to, I had to get two Grace kids. I had to get two Why Wait giving their flowers now. I had to get two Lisa Burrell, director of sales and catering at the Hilton. I had to get to all of this by going through what I went through. And nobody else could stop it. It was a period of time that I was being made. So like a lot of times we think we're supposed to be further along than we are, but you haven't even went through the full amount of the testing because you might have jumped out. So you're going to go through it again. You're going to go through it again until you get established in that area and delivered in that area. Like I said, it was pride that tried to come at me recently. I'm exposing it. No more pacifiers. Like I said, people can be pacifiers, but you can be a pacifier for your own self. Keep putting that daggone nook, we used to call it, in your mouth. Putting the wrong thing in your mouth. When this is the word of God, you supposed this is what you're supposed to be eating right here. Meditate on it day and night. Meditate even even for your business, even for your jobs. Get into this word of God. Look at the entrepreneurs that's in this book and see the things that they did because they're there. Jesus had entrepreneurs around him. No more pacifiers. Take as directed. Get in the word of God for yourself. Make your own confessions. Like I said, let God arise. But you can make your own. You can make your own. Don't 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 drift into anger and bitterness because all that stuff is gonna come back and trouble you. I, I, some people I can, you know, they, you can tell they're dealing with bitterness and anger. That will come up and trouble them. And the word of God says it's like a, a bad tooth decaying, coming back up and troubling you. It can decay and hurt in the entire body. It can stop your whole momentum. So if you're dealing with anger, you're dealing with um, unforgiveness, get in the word of God. Find out. Do a Google search. Get all the scriptures on forgiveness. Get all the scriptures about anger. All of these things because you want to make sure you have joy in your heart. You want to make sure you have peace. And you got to work on your mind. You got to work on your mind. You got to work on your mind. As everything that's in your thoughts is going to come out of your mouth. And that's where you create right here, out of your mouth. But you know anything that you've said, you have thought about it a while before you said it. Even if you're angry with somebody, let that thing fester and fester. And you thinking about what they did. you thinking about it. Oh, my goodness, I can't believe they did me like that. And next thing you know, it came out of your mouth. Let me give y'all, for example, this has recently happened. So uh, on my job, we had some procedures in place for a group. And it was just one person in this group that just kept following, kept doing things the wrong way. And then he even um, lied on me and went, and went to the front desk and said that I said something. And I was thinking, I was like, I was thinking about it. I'm telling you guys because it's easy to fall into this. That's why I want to share this with you. And I was like, why would he lie? And so when he got to the um, hotel, I said, he out there. I'm going to go say something. I'm going to go say something. Then I said, I ain't going to go say nothing. I'm going to go sit down. So I thought I had passed the test. You guys, I did not pass the test. Because as soon as I went out the office, and he was standing right there. I was like, oh, Lord, he's standing right there. And I walked right to him. I'm like, what? 
did you say that? I went straight to the man. He denied it, but I went straight to the man. You know why? Because I had been thinking about it. Over and over and over. I was meditating on that. When I should have been meditating on the word, meditating on the word of God. I was meditating on it. I went straight to him and confronted him. He lied. But I did it. Why? I mean, I wasn't rude. But I was straight up and confronted him. Because I had been meditating. I want to use that illustration. Because you think, like when I said, oh no, I'm not going to go. I'm going to go ahead and sit down doing work. But when I had finished doing what I was doing, and I went out, and there he was right there. I was like, boop. Before I knew it, out of my mouth, came what I had been thinking. I just wanted to share that with you guys. I'm almost out of time. No more pacifiers. As you go into this week, remember to speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over your neighborhood. My neighborhood is expanding. So much is going on in the area where I live. 18 new warehouses coming. More jobs, more jobs, more homes. All this stuff is happening. Speak life over your neighborhood. It works. Speak life over this nation. The key to it all is you have to speak life now. Continue to say, God, continue to surprise me with your goodness for the rest of my life. Share this broadcast. Share the social media platform you're listening to it on. Share the internet radio you're listening to it on. Just share, share, share. It's spreading the gospel. And you look at this one over and over and over until it hits you and say, okay, let me go ahead and get back into the book. The right book. The main book. The best-selling book of all times. The Bible. Thank you all once again. I'll talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye.